Hi everybody, I'm Peter Travers. This is Popcorn where we tell you what's happening at the movies and there's a movie out now called Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse that not only changes what you've ever seen in animation before, but changes the story, changes, well, so much about it. And at the center of all this is my guest today, Shamik Moore, who does the voice. Hello, uh, hello. Hello, you're here, welcome. Yes, yes. Welcome. I'm happy to be here. Is that your Spider-Man voice? I don't think so. No, this is my voice. This is your voice. This is my voice. How does it how does it just morph into Spider-Man's voice? Well, you know, I went into the, the, the booth thinking that I needed to change my voice and tried to talk like I was 14. <laughs> um, I love and that. They, they, they weren't going for it. They said, we like your voice, Shamik, so be natural and let's go for it. So that's what I did. Can you set that up for us? Because I tried to before in the beginning, but it's... Until you know it, until you get in there, you don't know there's this alternate universe yeah. of Spider-Man. Yeah. So start by telling us who Miles Morales really is. Well, Miles Morales is a young man. He is Afro-Latino, African-American and Puerto Rican. Um, he lives in Brooklyn, not Queens. So that's a big difference between, uh, you know, Peter Parker and Miles right there. Mm-hmm. Um his parents are very loving parents. His dad is a police officer. His mom is a nurse. So his parents are in, like, they service people, um, which is pretty, you know, it sets him up to be Spider-Man as well. Um, he has an uncle that's, like, you know, that he can express his true self to. You know, he's a, Miles is a creative soul. He loves to to draw and uh, and sing along to his favorite songs. Uh, he likes listening to hip-hop, R&B music. Um and Miles is learning how to be Spider-Man from a version of Peter Parker that forgot what it means to be Spider-Man. Um, he's the new kid on the block. And, yeah, he's learning from Peter Parker. And what it, what's interesting about this movie is that they they kept everything about the Spider-Man that we, that we know and love. They, they didn't remove, they didn't make Spider-Man black. You know, they... They kept Peter Parker, and then there's a new Spider-Man in another dimension that is learning from the Spider-Man that we know that just grew old, you know? He's he's older. He's, you know, 40 years old this time, and, you know, his life has been kind of ruined by, you know, the stress, the stress that comes with being Spider-Man, and Miles kind of reignites that energy, the, the playful, you know, wow, it's amazing to be Spider-Man energy mm-hmm. from Peter Parker in this movie. Um, and we also reveal Spider Gwen, Spider Noir, Spider Ham, Penny. So it's it's a it's a very there's a whole world. There's a universe. It's a universe of Spidey people. Multiple universes. Multiple universes. Yeah. But what gets me about it is that the message of this movie is that anybody could really be Spider Man yeah. mm-hmm. or Spidey something because yeah. you don't you don't get born with any superpowers. No. The spider bites you. Yeah. It chooses you. Uh-huh. That's it. That's it. Anyone can wear the mask. That thing that makes you different, that that uh, you're insecure about or don't like to show people or that, you know, maybe you were a kid and people made fun of you. That thing that makes you different, that's something that connects us all, you know, um, because it's, that's not unique to you. That's that's something everybody goes through. But that thing, that, that unique thing about you is what makes you Spider-Man. He is a mixed race Spider-Man, which is unique yeah. in this whole Marvel universe. Yeah. It just is. And yet the movie doesn't make that big a deal about it. Yeah. Well, I'm very happy they didn't overdo yeah. the black thing. Yeah. You know, I, I'm very happy because it would have made it corny. This kid could be white, black, Asian, 
Hispanic. He just happens to be black and Hispanic. It, it doesn't matter what his race is. He just happens to be black. And I love that about the movie itself. You know, it reflects what New York looks like, what the world looks like today. Mm -hmm. You know, there are stereotypes that are true for every race, you know, but um, but this one, I think is is this is a melting pot. It's, it's way more accurate to the world I see that I personally experience. And that's another reason to go see the movie. Uh, everybody's represented, you know, everybody's represented. So when you watch it and you watch it for the first time, what did you think was the coolest thing about it? I, I still think the coolest thing about it is the animation. I mean, it's my voice, so I'm happy that everybody's receiving it well and like, you know, Shmiki did an amazing job. and That sounds great to me. It just doesn't, you know, it's like watching Dope for the first time. I didn't even really, until everybody gave it that standing ovation at Sundance, mm -hmm. I didn't even know if the movie, if I did a great job. To, well, to how can you? You're in it. You're in it. It's hard. It's me, yeah. you know, so I don't, uh, but I will say on the get down, I felt like I killed it. You know, it's just, it's a weird, the get down, I felt like I did a good job, but Dope, I was like, it took everybody else loving it for me to really appreciate it. And uh, my voice in this, I, get, I just overlooked it. Like, watching it, I was just captivated by what it looked like. How did this all begin for you? As Where an actor? This, yeah, you know, doing this. What was the beginning of it? I know you were raised in Atlanta. Yes. But you have Jamaican roots. Your family yeah. has yeah. that? Uh, my family's from Jamaica. I'm the first American in my entire family. And... Um, uh, when I was 12 years old, I saw the movie You Got Served, and I was in like an all-boys military prep school. My military? Mom, Whoa. Yeah. My mom put me in um, in the Young Marines for a little while. Uh, I was in a Christian school. It was, it was very sheltered. I had a very sheltered upbringing. And when I saw You Got Served, I started dancing. Then I went to a performing arts school. I found out about Chris Brown and Michael Jackson and Usher and all, all of them at the same time, mind you. You know what I'm saying? For real. Not a day at a time, no. No, I mean, like, at the same time, when I noticed that I loved to dance like this, I went to the school where there's other kids that are like that, like me. You're like me. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they were like, yo, like, Chris Brown and woo-woo. I saw the girls love this person. You don't know him? You, well, you need to know Michael Jackson. How you not know Michael Jackson? You, you haven't seen his music videos? Woo -woo. I heard his name before, but you, you need to check him out, Shamik. How you a dancer? Anyway, I went down that rabbit hole and really found me in these people, you know, like what I like to do. And then I started battling. I'm going to try to speed up this story. <laughs> well, no, I have, to, I have to back you up a little bit because yeah. I'm saying, how do you not know them? What kind of school was this? You know, I just didn't really No, I didn't. I didn't. I heard the name Michael Jackson. But and I would maybe I've heard the big hits like the biggest ones, um, like those. But like, did I see the "You Rock My World" video? Did I see Thriller? Did I see um, what's the one where he's like, "Hey, uh, the way you make me feel," you know what I mean? No, I didn't see any of those. You know the one. Remember the time? I didn't see that either. None until of it. until I was twelve. You know what I mean? And all these videos were out. Dangerous. <laughs> all of those, like, that's... No, for, I was, there was a deep dive of, like, education No, it's like you on. were living in, a, in the woods or something, you know, and, and, Essentially. and had no idea that pop culture or what it was. It was devil music for, like, De the beginning music. of my life, yeah. Yeah. yeah to, you know, which is why my dad took me to the, to the movie theater, in all honesty. He didn't like that, because he plays reggae music. He would travel 
with like Peter Tosh and Bob Marley, Inner Circle. He, those are his peers. Yes. So, you know, he's coming home, I'm like, you're playing devil music because it's not Christian music. And he's like, he doesn't like, my dad's rock safari and my mom's a Christian. So he just didn't like that, um, that statement. And then he introduced me to hip hop, you know? And um, I walked in the theater with my pants on my belly button and I walked out sagging. <laughs> <laughs> No seriously. <laughs> well, how did you make the break from this <laughs> militaristic school and get out and and have all these people at the same time? You know, how um, how did that happen? Did you break out, or did your parents just say, you know, it's time, let him have a little devil music? My parents have always been supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom just thought I was going to be a lawyer or something because I was argumentative. I always knew I was really like really really like physically um gifted like when i started playing basketball i was like young but i was playing like kids with that are two grades older than me taller than me you know physically should be stronger and faster but like i'm playing point i'm playing forward like i'm getting rebounds when dudes are taller than me like i'm a little kid noticing this about myself so um and that trans that moved from sports to dance after i saw you got served and it was just straight, like, just dance. And then I started dancing at the Christian school. Anyway, after that, my, my mom submitted me to DeKalb Elementary School of the Arts, and I got in. And that led to me doing dance battles in real life. Like, in Atlanta, there were, like, nightclubs that really were putting on dance battles that, like, teenagers and, like, you know, young adults were in. So, like, I was 12 battling, like, 18-year-olds, 20-year-olds, 23-year-olds. I would be 20. I'm 23 now. I would be battling a little 12-year-old boy, and imagine me losing to him. You know what I'm saying? No, for real. That's how I got respect, like, at 12 years old in Atlanta, getting the attention of, like, uh, casting directors for music videos. Then I was in Crank That Batman, Crank That Yank. I was in in a Lil Wayne and Carrie Hilson music video. And then somehow... That led to me getting an audition for Cartoon Network in a commercial where I was dancing. And then I saw that, and then I was like, yo, there was a couple seconds. That was nothing for mm-hmm. me. I was not settled. No, I, was, <laughs> I wasn't settled for one second. It was like an accomplishment, but I just remember. And that's the beginning of a long, like even now, I'm still not settled. And then I'm still, I'm accomplished, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not settled. I need more. I can see that. The musically, you, you start to see all this and feel these influences. Yeah. But then, how does dope come around? Which so, is, it's, you know, yeah. how does somebody say to you, how about acting in yeah. this movie? So, when I saw Chris Brown, I was like, I want to make music. I just saw these, everything he was doing on stage, the flips and the dancing at that moment. I'm seeing him sing for these girls, and it's just like, I can do that. You know, and that's what happened. I started making music, and... Um, and I, I was following this path. I started performing at, at middle schools and high schools. But then, like I said, I was doing the, those auditions and music videos and stuff. And then these casting directors started seeing me. And then eventually I got an agent. And then I started auditioning for like, hey, Shamik, Tyler Perry has a, a role on this episode called Growing Pains on Tyler Perry's House of Pain. Maybe you should try it out. This could be your first audition, just, you know. And I, I just remember being so excited that I had my first audition. Mm-hmm. Like, th- it's the first time I'm auditioning for a TV. Like, I'm going to get to say something this time, you know. And uh, I got it. And I was like, wow. And not only that, I got my first paycheck from them. 
you know it's like a thousand dollars but still like that's you know that's a lot of money for a little 12 13 year old boy I'll you know what i'm saying so i would just keep auditioning because it was just why wouldn't i you know if i'm booking and i'm making money and i'm young and i'm seeing like growth you know and eventually over time like when i was 18 i booked the movie dope and it's a movie i mean it's not like you have a part in the movie it's the lead role in yeah. the movie it's everything and yeah. yet you're playing a, a, a guy who wants to get into harvard who's obsessed with 90s yeah hip-hop, yeah which is not your generation at all yeah and you had no fear about doing this you thought this is a challenge and i'm going to dive right in if one fear was that it would make me not be a music star, you know what I mean? Yeah. And my mom was like, yo, you got to get over that. <laughs> I messed up my first. So I sent in the tape, which got me in the room with everybody in L.A. But in person, I messed up. And I was thinking about all the stuff I wasn't supposed to be thinking about. And um, Rick Family, the director of mm-hmm. The Wood and the director of Dope, was like, he, he let me back in. And he, it was just me and him in the room this time. And he was like, yo, like, I want you to do this. So do what you're supposed to do, please. And I did. And he was like, there we go. Rick was the one that wanted me to be, uh, that wanted me to be Malcolm out of combi. Rick is the reason, Rick is, Rick is the reason why I'm able to be Spider-Man right now. Because he believed in me for the movie Dope uh, when everybody was advising him otherwise. Mm-hmm. And, um... Now I don't think anybody can see anybody else playing Malcolm Adekambi in the movie Dope. <laughs> so I w- well, they can't. It's too late. It's too you late. You already have done it, and that's the way it is. But you see that movie, and you <clears throat> just said before, until you were at Sundance, yeah. where you're watching an audience react to it. Yeah. That's when I knew. I was like, man, I can't ignore this talent. You know, and my mom was rich. She was like, yo, Shamik, <clears throat> you know, you could be in Atlanta, and you can live off of whatever money you made as a little boy and think that it's going to last forever. Or you can do your best on a job that's presenting itself to you, like an opportunity that's presenting itself to you, and make the most out of it and change your life. And I listened to her. It's my mom. And uh, it changed my life. And when they get down, this becomes television. This becomes uh-huh. you working with a really famous director in Baz Luhrmann uh-huh. and playing this DJ and being a part of something, even though it didn't last. It made an impact. Those uh-huh. people that saw it made that impact. So you're totally. learning with each step, aren't you? Definitely. That was like college for me. You know, there's there's kids that are paying to go to college, and I mean the nicest colleges in mm-hmm. New York, LA, whatever. And I can promise you, they they're not getting the information I got on set with Baz Luhrmann for two years. So many talented people in their fields, and I'm not the actor to walk past them and just like rub them off say hello yeah. i mean whatever right. i'm the actor to sit down with them talk to them where are you from what made you start doing this you know what school did you go to why are you putting the lights right here you know what i mean why do we need so many lights to uh, to light this you know how do you angle them what makes you do it like that what about these lenses what's the difference between a 15 and a 30 and a 50 you know well wow, i see you I see, I see your future oh, go with so many aspects. Of, where, let me ask you that then as we come to uh, the end of this talk. Where do you see yourself in five years, Jamie? Oh, you, in five years? Yes. All right, so I'm writing, a, um, I'm writing uh, a film, series of films right now. Think like Harry Potter, think like 007, Jason Bourne, where it's like multiple movies. Mm-hmm. I've been creating my own uh, version of a universe. Um, for like a year and a half um, with some writers and uh, 
yeah no i'm i'm very so that in the next five years for sure music um 2019 is finally the year i get to present the music on the level that i've always wanted to um and yeah what area is this that you want to present the music r&b oh oh, video like yes yeah i didn't want to have like you know the traditional music video where it's like i'm you know in front of a gas station and i'm just rapping with 20 boys (laughs) and they got guns and stuff i don't want to represent anything like that you know i'm i'm like uh you know i'm I'm shooting movies like big time with the greatest directors with the greatest dps on Mm -hmm. the planet literally Mm -hmm. the greatest right why would i make my music videos anything less you know, I want people to see my music videos and be like, who directed this? Shamik did? Where did he learn how to do that? You, Duh. You know what I'm saying? Like that. And, and the music. Keeping his eyes open. My eyes open and mm-hmm. I'm learning. I'm infiltrating the industry. It's infiltration, <laughs> people. That's what's actually happening. Here. But that's great. Yes. I see that. I, well, I can't wait till we sit down five years from now. And we yes. see all this is happening. Yes. But this is the first time you've been on this show. So you yes. don't know that we end in song. Okay. And yet, I don't know what's in your head. You gave us a little already, but just a little bit of something. A little bit of something. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, <laughs> does whatever spider can. I don't know the rest <laughs> of the words, but you know we didn't rehearse. <laughs> Spider-Man, here comes Spider-Man. Pretty good for no rehearsal. <laughs> but I look at you, I always think of you moving. I think of you dancing. This is what you do, you know? Oh, yeah. We can't do that here. We don't have much space for it, do we? Oh, But can it. you give me a, a little bit of movement? Oh, you really want it. movement? Oh, snap. Oh, snap. I can do this all day. <laughs> you know? The Shamik movement is pretty relaxed and chill, you know. I want to learn that for next show. I want to definitely do it. That's great. Shamik, thank Thank you you so much. Thank you.